0: Shaking it up with Shaykh Fayyaz, Nightly Ramadan Reflections. So much of these blessed nights and days are an opportunity for us to reconstruct so much of what we perceive about the religion of Islam, and even what we perceive about our roles and responsibilities in our temporal time in this world. So much of what I like to remind myself of during the month of Ramadan, and at the same time remind all the listeners, of is with regards to how we need and how we must change our perception of who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, of who the Prophet was, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi, of who the Imams of Ahlul Bayt, alayhim were and what they represented, and then at the same time again, what it means to being a believer. Starting with God, as we have mentioned now time and time again, this is a God of mercy, of compassion, of grace, of love. And so many people, they throw around rhetoric like the need to fear God. And their understanding of what it means to fear God is very different than what it's actually intended to mean. In other words, when we talk about fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not such that we fear him because he's an oppressor, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not oppressive toward his servants, but rather God is just. He is the all-just. He represents and illuminates all justice and equity. Thus, it's not such that we should fear someone who is just, but rather we should fear our own deeds, our own transgressions, our own sins, in front of someone, again, who represents that equity. Similarly with the Messenger of God, Sallallahu Alaihi people have this perception that he was this terribly angry human being, for instance, who would always be upset with those who were around him. And though we know that that's not the truth from studying the life and the biography, of our Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa the way that we perceive the Prophet alayhi is oftentimes, again, due to the way that we were taught this religion and taught about his personality. We're told from when we're young kids, clean up your room because imagine if the Prophet Muhammad saw the way that you kept your room, he would be embarrassed. No, <laughs> quite the contrary. The way that we teach our children and introduce them to who the Messenger alayhi is should be, that he is a man who brings people up in their most difficult times. That this is the man the Prophet Sallallahu who would encourage by means of his etiquette and his action. Innama bu'ithtu li utammim makarim al He is a man who is represented by his etiquette and his action, and his only or his primary responsibility was to illuminate that and teach that to his contemporaries, and that legacy lasts till this very day. Similarly, the Imams of Ahlul Bayt, alayhim taught us one by one what it means to being a believer and what it means to encouraging others and being supportive and being loving and being caring. In that famous letter of Imam Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali Alayhi to Malik al-Ashtar, as he appoints Malik as the governor of Egypt, he tells Malik, O oh Malik, know that when you rule over your citizens, rule with them with compassion in the same way that you want God to be compassionate to you, be kind to them in the same way that you want God to be kind to you. Be lenient with them in the same way that you want God to be lenient with you. And furthermore, even when we reflect upon what it means to being a believer, again our perception so many times is off. We expect someone who is a believer, someone who's devout within the religious tradition, again to be angry, to be upset. To always be engaged in ritualistic acts of worship Which undoubtedly is an important and integral part of someone Who desires to be amongst the greatest and the best of the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Doesn't mean that they don't engage their community Al-mu'min bishrun ala wajha, As the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says That the believer is the one who always has a smile on his face And like we know and like we've mentioned on previous nights that famous prophetic tradition of our messenger Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, which says that even a smile can be an act of charity. And we have a hadith from the Prophet عليه salatu in which he states المؤمنون لينون That the believer are those who are relaxed. They are lenient. They are compassionate. They're kind. They let things roll off. They're easy to deal with. They're not concerned and they don't get so worked up about the little things, so to say. And that's what we're striving to be at the end of the day. We don't want to get consumed consistently by small and seemingly petty arguments that we have with people. Let it go. Once in a while, people have bad days. Let it fly. Let it roll. Don't be so concerned with those things. And that's what we learn again from the prophetic legacy of our Prophet Muhammad ﷺ and the Imam of the Bahru al-Bayt And I say all of this again to shed light on the important message and the important reflection that I have been thinking about a great deal during the course of the last several nights of the month of Ramadan. And that is how much effort does it take virtually to deconstruct everything that we have been taught about the religion of Islam and all of the negative connoted items about God, about the Prophet, about the Imams of Ahlul Bayt, or about what it means to being a believer so much of our life so much of my efforts and preaching for instance so much of that which i love to talk to my children about and that which i love to share with my community are again about stressing these notions about positivity about mercy about justice about love but why is that the case when are we going to get beyond that so to say it's so hard to again because of the way that we've been bombarded with negative imagery of who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is of what the Quran is of who the Prophet is of who the Imams were about what the believers are meant to be and that's something incredibly tragic we exert decades of our lives deconstructing everything that we have been taught or that we understand to be about this religion when all it takes again is one bad experience to all of a sudden crush whatever it is that we perceived about this merciful graceful, kind Lord of ours. Again, I say all of this because I truly believe that during the month of Ramadan, in our own efforts to reteach everything to ourselves, it's important that we share this message with those around us, those in our family, if we have small children, for instance, those in our community. And every time, every time that we get any negative thought that appears in our mind about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and again seemingly this oppressive God that we often picture up in our minds, we need to be sure to crush that. Crush that with these words of du'a that we utter in the du'a of Abu Hamza al Thimali of Imam Ali Zainul Abideen alayhi salam, in which we say, Oh Allah, that though you are consistently bringing yourself closer to me, I am the one turning away whereby we tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, oh Allah, every time the angels write down my bad deeds and they ascend back to you, the only thing that you descend down to me is more blessing and more reward and more opportunity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't stunt our growth, doesn't stunt our sustenance and our rizq. He doesn't end our life, for instance, every time we commit an act of sin or transgression. He doesn't cut us off. He doesn't cancel us. He doesn't unfollow us. Like, we like to utilize these words today. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in reality, He just gives us another reason why we should turn back to Him. If the Prophet of God, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa were to see us struggling spiritually, see us struggling with our prayers, not, you know, being able to dedicate ourselves toward finding ultimate truth, understanding who He is, reciting the Quran, whatever it might be, He wouldn't slam us for doing that. He wouldn't call us out, so to say. No. He would come to us and try to rationally, mercifully, compassionately explain to us where we went wrong so that we can turn back toward that path of righteousness. The imams of Ahlul Bayt, was similarly would be encouraging us, would be telling us with words of support in the same way that they did with their closest of confidence and in the same way that Ali, alayhi instructs Malik al Ashtar to lead Again, lead with leniency, lead with beauty, lead with compassion. my dear friends, on these nights of the month of Ramadan, particularly as we approach the nights of Layal al-Qadr, it's so important for us to reconstruct, but at the same time, share that with others. Think about how I can be an individual who illuminates this light and this mercy and this beauty of God and making sure that others are also not boxed into their own perceptions or their false ideology of what this religion is all about. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants our success. The Prophet sallallahu Alaihi was sent down to bring us and teach us how to be successful. And the believer is the one, again, who gently, kindly, leniently, compassionately illuminates the prophetic qualities of our messenger, Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi so in the same time, as we're figuring God out, as we're figuring out our Prophet, as we're even figuring out ourselves during this month of Ramadan, let's not be selfish. but Let's also share the love, so to say, with those around us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa ala muhammadin wa ala al tahirin Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.